Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of The Gelman Report. I'm your host, Ellie Gelman, and in today's episode, we are going to be doing a 2020 fantasy football mock draft. Uh, with that being said, let's get right into it. So, yeah, let's let's start right away. Uh, just before, actually, we start, I want to speak about a little how we are doing this and uh, give some, um, just uh, the, the draft configuration. So we are doing this on fantasypros.com, and on this website, they have a tab where you're able to uh, do a mock draft against some experts. It says here that it will be against computer experts, so it will be against the computer but it will be uh, those computers will, it says, have expert knowledge. And so we will see if that is true. And uh, so it's just going to be a regular uh, 2020, uh, regular 2020 season. A is going to be PPR. So all the rankings will be PPR based. It's going to be a snake draft, um, which you guys will see what that is. Um, and the roster positions we have. So we have uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, um, one defense, one kicker, and six, uh, six bench slots. So I think that is 15 players. So we'll be drafting 15 players here today. Uh, and with that being said, let's get right into it. So um, while the draft is loading, um, I'm just going to speak about in this episode, of course, we're going to be drafting players, but along with that, we're going to be speaking about strategies that I'm going to uh, tell you about. And just a disclaimer, of course, I'm not an expert. I don't do this professionally. I'm just uh, I'm just a kid that likes fantasy football, and I'm going to give you what I think are some good um, tips and tricks to help you succeed in fantasy this coming year. So right now it is our pick. Um, oh, sorry, we are drafting the 12th pick. So again, it is a snake draft. So we have two picks in a row. The last pick gets the last pick of uh, the first round and the first pick of the second round. So uh, some players that have been drafted already are Christian McCaffrey, of course, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, the top three. Um, I could have predicted those. Those are some pretty... Um, big names that everyone knew were going to go in the top three. Then we have at 104, Ezekiel Elliott, then Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Julio Jones, uh, Dante Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins. So some great players being picked right there. And so now it is our uh, pick. And some players available on the board, Tyree Kill, Austin Eckler, uh, Kenyon Drake, Chris Godwin. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittles, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb. So in this situation, when there's tw um, in this which in situation, I would like to, um, especially since we have back to back picks, I would go uh, two running backs in a row, and I'm going to tell you why right now. So let's say we were to go back running backs back to back, I would choose Austin Eckler and um and Nick Chubb two very very solid running backs I spoke about Austin Eckler in a, f a few episodes ago I think he's gonna have a great season um, especially in PPR which this league is PPR he is uh, ranked very highly and I think getting him at the 12th pick is a big steal and Nick Chubb um had a breakout season last year I think he's going to continue that streak uh with this very very good uh, Cleveland 
offense. So, uh, yeah, I think I would pick those two. And I would pick two running backs in a row because the 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 level of running back of uh, the level of wide receivers that are available now and the level of wide receivers that will be available when I pick again I think are very very um, slim uh, I understand there's big names like Tyreek Hill and Chris Godwin but later on there will also be there will also be players like Adam Thielen Cooper Cup Robert Woods Calvin Ridley and I Keenan Allen and those players I would much I would much rather have two very very strong running backs than one strong running back and one wide receiver when I could get very, very high quality wide receivers later on. So with that being said, we're going to draft Austin Eckler with the 112-112 pick. So our first pick in the draft. And for the first pick of the second round, we are going to be taking, he is right here, we're going to be taking Nick Chubb running back for the excuse me, running back for the Cleveland Browns. So now we're not going to be picking for a little while, but I have it set that the computer will sim all of these, so we don't have to wait at all, which is perfect for the situation that we are in right now. So some notable people that have gone off uh, the board, Tyreek Hill, Kenyon Drake, uh, Chris Godwin, Miles Sanders, uh, a candidate for breakout year, Lamar Jackson, the first quarterback off the board. Not a surprise if you see LeBron Jackson going in the second round, especially he went 209. So whoever's drafting there, you um, ex uh, whoever's drafting there is late, and you don't want to. You want to make sure that you get a quarterback, and uh, Lamar Jackson, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, definitely the best quarterback in fantasy, because of that rushing threat he has, and so a very solid pick at two hundred nine, and then um, um, Mike e Mike Evans going off, and then Josh Jacobs at two twelve, which I think was a steal. I thought in some rounds, in some leagues, you see him going in the first round, even in the top five. And so for someone to get him at 212, that is a major, major steal. And now we're on to round three, where you see two Chiefs in a row. You see Patrick Mahomes, the second quarterback, and then you see Travis Kelsey, his teammate, when it, um, the first tight end picked. Um, and then you see another tight end uh, pick later at 304. Uh, two picks later, excuse me, at 304, George Kittle, another great tight end being picked. Um, and then you go down, and then you see the, the as I was talking about, the second uh, wave of wide receivers going. Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, uh, Adam Thielen, uh, DJ Moore, Odell Beckham. And so those are the wide receivers I was talking about. And a lot of those wide receivers are still available right now. And again, we do have back-to-back -back picks. We have pick 312 uh, for round three and pick 401 in round four. So... I'm looking for double wide receiver round uh, round here, I guess you can say. And so the best wide receivers available are Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, uh, Calvin Ridley. I was about, yeah, Calvin Ridley, excuse me, and A.J. Brown. So some very, very strong wide receivers here. I'm definitely looking at Robert Woods, especially in PPR and with the departure of Brandon Cooks. Uh, that Ram defense, that Ram offense, he's going to be a much bigger part of that. Um, I'm thinking about Keenan Allen, but this is something you always want to look at when, out when you're drafting is by weeks. So um, I, my first pick of the, excuse me, of the, of the draft was Austin Eckler. And he, by week 10, he's on the same team as Keenan Allen. And they also have by week 10. So I do not want my... Um, I do not want my wide receivers. I do not want my number one wide receiver, my number one running back, uh, to be on the same team, especially when they would be um, competing for targets and share, uh, touches. And I also don't want them to be um, have the same bye week, which is going to give me some trouble in the waiver wire. So I'm definitely going to pick up 
um, Robert Woods here. And so for the second wide receiver, I could go, I'm thinking A.J. Brown, who is another sophomore who I think could have a very, very good season, um, especially uh, with uh, Ryan Tannehill, who just got that big contract. Let's see, is there anyone else available? I could go for a tight end, Devontae Parker. Um, Tyler Lockett is someone that's very, very interesting here, especially in the fourth round, which I think is a steal, especially with the season he had last year. 235 fantasy points last year, top 10 uh, fantasy wide receiver last year. Also, DJ Shark, another sophomore. Um, but we could talk all day about the wide receivers here. So I'm just going to go with AJ Brown. He has by. By week seven, so it doesn't interfere with all my players, and I think uh, he's going to have a very, very good season. So again, we're not going to be drafting for a little while now, but as I mentioned before, the computer is going to sim all of those for us, so we do not have to wait. And uh, right about now is where we should be looking at who has been picked. So here we are at our our fourth round pick, and let's just go over some of the names that have been taken. Uh, excuse me. So yeah, after we took AJ Brown. Uh, the third tight end, Zach Ertz, went off the board. The first rookie actually went off where he, where is he? Yeah, in the fifth round, the first rookie uh, in, oh no, he's still on the board. Oh, that's interesting. I was going to say that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, might have been picked, but he is still, is he still here? Let me see. I might be, no, oh, excuse me. Oh, he was drafted in the third round. So that's way before, that was way long ago. But right now I'm looking, um, to fill in that flex spot. I think it's a little too early for tight end. We're going to get into, uh, actually, we'll, talk, we'll speak about it right now. So the tight ends on the board available are some pretty solid ones. You have Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, uh, Hunter Henry, definitely some tier, um, not tier one, I would say tier one is definitely George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, but definitely some tier two tight ends here. But what I think, especially this season with the influx of the tight ends and I think again, similar to the wide receiver, how they're very similar to each other. The except um, the tier one I talked about, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, they're on a level of their own. But everyone else, I think, is very similar. And I don't want to rush into wide receiver into a tight end because, of course, I could get Darren Waller uh, right now, which is the best tight end on the board. But then I could also wait and get a player like Tyler Higby or Jared Cook, some players that very similar stats but don't have such big big names. And even Rob Gronkowski, who people believe is going to be a bit rusty, uh, I'm not so sure about that. But he's also a player that's going to be dropping a lot, and I believe I can get him very, very late. So what I'm looking for now is to fill in that flex spot. And um, what I like to have for my flex, of course, I like to be uh, have interchangeable, um, either a wide receiver or a tight end there. And I usually like to have a wide receiver there, but the uh, excuse me, I usually like to have a running back there. And some of the best running backs here, I think right here is a steal. David Montgomery, a running back for the Bears. He was a rookie last year, had a pretty bad season. He was he came into the season very, very high. I tried to trade for him multiple times. I could never get him, even with the um, very, very um, uh, average stats that he had. But I think... I think if a player at his caliber, not really caliber, of course he's a very, very uh, good player, and I think he has a lot of potential to be a great running back in the league, but I think he, out of all the running backs here, we have Raheem Mozart, Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift, we don't really know what his volume is going to be like because of a rookie. Uh, Kareem Hunt definitely is not going to have as much of a volume in the running 
in the running game because of Nick Chubb there, and I, uh, I do have Nick Chubb, and I could get Kareem Hunt as a handcuff, but I think it's too early to be handcuffing players. Enrique Mozart is, um, he also, we don't know how much volume he's going to get because of that stacked backfield in, uh, in San Francisco, but we do know about David Montgomery. He is the lead back in Chicago, and he's going to be getting at least 250 care, uh, 250 carries this coming year. And I think this late in the draft, round five, if you can get a player that is going to have that much volume, I think that's a steal. So we're going to be taking him. And now I think we are going to be, again, I'm going to not take a tight end, but I am going to be looking at either a wide receiver or another running back. Uh, so some wide receivers on the board are Jarvis Landry, Julian Edelman. Um, I don't really want to get involved with any of those players. Julian Edelman, I don't know what's going on with the quarterback in New England. I don't want to take that risk. Jarvis Landry, who has finished um, top 15 in every single wide receiver every single season he has played. I still don't know what to think about Baker Mayfield. And I, I don't know if the volume is there, especially, again, with the stacked the stacked um, wide receiver core there. But a player that I am looking at is Debo Samuel. I know Debo Samuel did recently break his leg, but reports say that he is going to um, be ready for the season. So I'm going to be, uh, as of right now, just for the sake of the mock draft, I'm going to be uh, listening to those reports and I'm going to uh, be drafting him as he is ready for the season. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, Debo Samuel is one of the best wide receivers available right here, especially because of his dual threat that he has on um, as a rusher. I am right below him is Marquise Brown, uh, but I think, of course, I believe um, in this spot, a type of flex bench spot, I am looking for more of a, of a player with a high ceiling and not like I'm looking for a player that's more consistent. And of course, Marquise Brown, um, has a very, very high ceiling, but his floor is very, very low, and he could have some bust games sometimes, especially that type of wide receiver when uh, very fast and always down the field, and that time doesn't work um, in the game plan. But Debo Samuel, who you saw last year in San Francisco, is a complete wide receiver, has a um, much low, a higher floor, a lower ceiling though, but more consistent and can get me the numbers that I need. So I will be taking Debo Samuel for the pick 601. And so now, again, we are going to have to not be drafting for a little while, around 23 picks. But after that, we will be on the board again, two picks in a row. And here we are. Some players, we'll talk about some players that have been picked. Uh, so right after us, uh, D Dak Prescott, the surprisingly the, the third quarterback taken off the board. I would have thought it would have been someone like a Tom Brady, maybe a Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Um, but no, uh, then Kyler Murray, uh, then Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. And then you go to round seven, you see Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Wow. Many, many quarterbacks being taken off the board right here. So we are in a 12 man league and I think we've seen, let's see. Uh, so Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, uh, Wilson, Watson, Murray Prescott we've seen I'm I think I'm the only uh team in this league that does not have a quarterback so that is exactly what I wanted especially so yeah let's talk about that for a little so if there's been 11 quarterbacks drafted and there's been 11 quarterbacks drafted 
So that leaves me as the only team without a quarterback. So I do not have to draft a quarterback for a long while because I don't have to worry about any of the other teams drafting quarterback because they already have a quarterback. So right now I could pick someone like an Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford or someone, again, I spoke about before, a Daniel Jones, who if I had to pick a quarterback right now, I probably would pick him, but I don't have to pick him now because no one is going to be uh, fighting with me over Daniel Jones because everyone else already is filled in in that spot. So we don't have to worry about that now. So again, we have back-to-back picks. Again, I could, let's see what the tight end situation is looking at. A bunch of the tight ends were picked. Darren Waller was uh, picked. Evan Ingram, some Hunter Henry, some of those names we spoke about before. And now I could, I could pick a tight end, but I'm going to be waiting one more round because I am going to be happy with um, any any of the tight ends right here. There's some um, Noah Fant I'm especially high on. I think he's going to have a great season with Drew Locke in his sophomore season. Mike Gusecki. Again, I think is another quarterback, another tight end that's going to have a good, good year. Uh, Hayden Hurst too. Also, all these tight ends are going to be available uh, way, way down later in the draft. And so I don't have to rush right now to draft one when I could get um, some higher quality players in the wide receiver and running back position. So uh, the first player we're going to draft uh, is a PPR monster in Jameson Crowder. I think he's going to have a great year with the um, uh, Sam Darnold. This is going to be a, a break or make season for Sam Darnold. He's got to play well this season, or we don't know what his future is going to look like in the uh, NFL. And I think that's really going to benefit uh, Jamison Crowder. And again, Kareem Hunt is still available on the board. This is the situation I'm a little iffy on. I don't know if I want to take Kareem Hunt. I don't think I would really start him, especially with um, my flex being David Montgomery and me having Nick Chubb. So I'm going to be looking at other wide, other, excuse me, running backs, uh, Tariq Cohen. Again, I don't want another bears wide running back on my team. Uh, this is tough right here. I don't know the wide receiver, the running backs is getting very, very slim. I could risk it. Someone on Philip Lindsay, Sony Michelle, but Sony Michelle, especially in PPR league, does not have a lot of stuff to offer. Here we are. This is who I wanted. I was looking at this person. Um, Jordan Howard from Miami, the lead back in Miami. I understand that um, Matt Breed is there, but uh, he's more of um, he's more of like a backup, um, kind of uh, not a, a full, a three-down back. Jordan Howard is that workhorse back that the Miami Dolphins are looking for. And uh, he's always very, very good in fantasy. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to take him with our eighth pick in the draft. So our team's looking pretty good. Uh, we So let's go over the team. We have Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Robert Woods, A.J. Brown, our first four picks. Very, very solid, strong four. Then in the flex position, we have David Montgomery, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, Jamison Crowder, and Jordan Howard. So some great, great players that we have on our team. And here we are again at round 12. And this is where I think, um, well, this is where I think I'm going to be taking a tight end. Um, so we go in the tight end slot and we see a, a lot of players here. Some players I'm looking at, as I mentioned before, Noah Fant, Mike Gusecki, uh, Jared Cook, Hayden Hurst, uh, Tyler Higby. Excuse me. Um, I don't know which one I want here. A lot of good players. Uh, I'm really thinking about Noah Fant. I really think he's going to have a great, great season. But also Mike Gusecki, I think. Mm, this is a tough situation. This is what I was talking about. All the tight ends are very, very similar. And you don't know 
which one is going to uh, uh, have, a, have a better season. So I'm just going to go with my gut. And uh, he is one of my favorite young players in the league, Noah Fant. I feel like he's going to have a really, really good season this year. So I'm going to take Noah Fant in round 9, 9-12, pick uh, 12. And so now we're on the board again. We're on the clock again in round 10. And so here is where I would look, maybe, maybe look for a quarterback. Again, all those three, the top three quarterbacks, Rodgers, Stafford, and Jones are still on the board uh, 20, some, 20 something picks later. So no one's really in the rush to get them. Uh, I could go early. I think it's too early to pick a defense. Um, I think definitely round 10 is way, way, way too early. So right here, I'm going to be picking a, I don't know. I was about to say John Brown, but with DeAndre Hopkins coming in, it's a little more uh, shady with uh, the volume he's going to get. But right here, I'm going to take uh, CD Lamb, rookie wide receiver from, rookie wide receiver from uh, Dallas, uh, speedy wide receiver. I think he's going to benefit a lot from Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper being on that team, especially with Dak Prescott, the way he's been playing lately, well, this past season. And um, so, yeah, I think I think sometimes you have to take a risk on rookie sometimes. And I think um, uh, C.D. Lamb is going to really pay off. And so we're here again in round 11. And um, no one really of name taken off the board here. Uh, Darius Slayton, a uh, player I might have been a uh, player you could have been looking at. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, another strong player. Ronald, Ronald Jones, J.K. Dobbins. So those players have been off, they've taken off the board, and now it is our pick. So now I've drafted three. Uh, well, I've drafted two running wide receivers in a row. So now I'm going to be looking for a running back. So let's see here. So this is in the part of the draft. So yeah, we are in round 11, basically 12, and. This is where the draft, especially in a 12-man league, it gets very, very slim. The best wide receiver available is Naheem Hines, a third-string running back on the Colts, um, with Jonathan Taylor being drafted this past this come this year. So I don't know what I want to do. Thinking Rashad Penny, but again, he has gonna have no volume this coming year with Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson as the backs of as the lead backs there, and he's just going to be a third uh, third string with not a lot of fantasy value because of not a lot of that um, volume coming in. So I'm still looking. No one that really uh, finds my, uh, my attention. Mm, let's see. Let's see. Mm, I don't know. It's very, it's tough. I don't, I, this is really, really, Carlos Hyde pops up here, but again, I don't know how much volume he's going to be getting with all those other wide running backs on the Seahawks. Mm, this is killing me right here. I don't know. I need another running back, but I just don't know who to pick. I could be looking at some rookies. Um, I'm looking at Jalen Samuels, uh, the second um, running back for the for the Steelers. Uh, He's very injury prone. Uh, James Conner, the lead back for the Steelers, and he could uh, Jalen Samuels could come into that lead spot, but I don't want to draft someone based on a another player's injury. Uh, I don't want to take that risk because let's say James Conner does not get injured, then I've wasted a pick on a player that will not be getting a lot of um, a lot of volume, a lot of carries, and that is not what I want. So I'm going down, going all the way down 
I don't know who I want to take. I'm just going to go all the way back up. We're going to be taking, um, let's see, we'll be taking, take Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson, the lead back for the Washington, uh, for Washington. Um, again, if you, if you're able to get a player that is the number one running back on a team, then this late in round 11, that's definitely go, that's definitely a steal. And now round 12 is where I will be taking a quarterback. Again, those three wide receivers, Aaron, those three quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, and Daniel Jones are still all available. And so this situation when you want to take the player that you want, it's, it's telling me um, 44% of experts agree that I should be drafting either Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford, and only 12 experts agree about taking Daniel Jones. I, um, as you guys may know, I'm very high on Daniel Jones this coming year. So I want Daniel Jones on my team. I don't want Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers might be, I guess you could say, the better player. I want Daniel Jones, so I'll be drafting Daniel Jones in the first pick of the 12th round. That's another thing in fantasy. You can't be always pressured by rankings. Of course, you shouldn't draft Hayden Hurst first pick overall instead of someone like Christian McCaffrey. That's that's just being stupid. But in a situation when you're thinking about two players similarly ranked, you should go with the player that you think is going to have a better season, your gut. Even if you don't think he's going to have such a better season, you should go with the player that you like the most. If it's your favorite player, then you definitely should draft him. That's what fantasy is about, about having fun. And yeah. And so, yeah, wow, right there. I if I didn't pick Daniel Jones, he would have been taken off the board because right after that, there was a big wave of quarterbacks taken. Let's see. Um, yeah, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Tannehill. Um, the first defense actually was taken off, Buffalo. I'll be looking at maybe a drafting a defense uh, soon. Uh, Roethlisberger was taken off. Uh, Mayfield, a lot of Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, a lot of, a lot of wide um, I keep saying wide receivers, a lot of quarterbacks off the off the board. So right now, um, oh, did someone? Oh, I was going to be picking a defense in my next pick, and I think someone already chose the defense that I wanted. Yes. Oh, wow. I did not realize that. Very, very late in the ninth round, in the eighth round at, at pick 809, someone did draft the Pittsburgh defense. I really did want them. I think they're going to be one of the best defenses coming year. They were the, one of the best defenses past year. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is one of the, my favorite players in the league. I think he is the best safety in the league. And um, I really wanted them. But uh, we still can get at pick at round 13. How many more picks do we have? I think we have 13, 14, and 15. We only have three more picks. So we have available for a, a defense, a kicker, and one more bench slot. And so I think I, I don't want to, I think I'm going to be taking the Baltimore D. Uh, I think this this past year they were one of the best events in the league, and with the addition of Clayus Campbell, um, and they didn't really lose anyone this in free agency. That's going to, um, it's going to just uh, keep their defense the same way it was this past year. Um, so let's see what the running back to wide receiver um, proportion is on my team. Let's see. I have Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, uh, David Montgomery. Jordan Howard, Adrian Peterson. So I have five running backs. And then C.D. Lamb, Jamison Crowder, Debo Samuel, A.J., so Robert Woods. So I have four, five running backs and five wide receivers. So I'll be looking to draft a wide receiver. Or maybe if there is a running back that catches my eye that I think is a steal, but no one really here. 
Um, yeah, just really um, Giovanni, like players like Giovanni Bernard, Anthony McFarlane, uh, I can't, uh, AJ Dillian, like rookies that um, that are not at the level of DeAndre Swift, uh, Clyde Edward, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And so I don't want to be drafting any r rookie running backs uh, right now in round 14 or really any time. Uh, so some wide receivers available on the board are Jalen Rager, another wide another rookie wide receiver, a Curtis Samuel um, from the Panthers, Alan Lazard, Paris Campbell, Nikhil Harry. So some solid names, Brandon Ayuk, um, Larry Fitzgerald still here, but I don't really want to have any part in the Arizona Arizona pass offense um, because of the DeAndre. Um, Hopkins coming in. Let's see. I'm looking for a, a I'm, especially in PPR. I want to be looking for in this in this spot. This is my second to last pick. I want to be looking at a. Uh, I guess you can say a, a reception monster players that are that benefit a lot from um, benefit a lot from receptions. So mm, I'm still looking. T Higgins. Uh, that's an interesting pick. I think here I'm going to go with a rookie wide. I don't know. I already have a rookie wide receiver on my team. So I don't know what I want to do. Mohamed Sanu. Mm. Again, this is just like my last pick with the uh, with the running back. I'm just going down the list and I don't see anyone that I like. And I'm just sitting here. I don't, I'm just waiting for someone to pop up. But I don't think it's going to happen. So let's just go up. It's either between... Actually, I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with... Alan Lazard, wide receiver for the Packers. Uh, I think this past year he kind of uh, really um, cemented himself as the second wide receiver on that team uh, behind uh, Devontae Adams. And I think this uh, this coming year he's going to have a good season. And um, so, yeah, Alan Lazard also. Yeah, let's take Alan Lazard. Uh, statistically, I um, running um, wide receivers on the green. Sec excuse me. Um, the second wide receiver on the Green Bay Packers does very well because of all that attention that is taken by the number one wide receiver. Same thing that happened with Devontae Adams. When Devontae Adams was a few years back, when he's on the same, when Jordy Nelson was on the Green Bay Packers, Jordy Nelson really took a lot of the attention, and that really allowed Devontae Adams to grow into the great wide receiver he is, in today, he is today. So hopefully that happens with um, Alan Lazard, as he is on my fantasy team. Uh, so then, let's see the other players that have been taken off. So Chicago, the D was taken. Uh, Chicago's D was uh, taken off the board right after me. A lot of defenses. Uh, the first kicker as Harrison Butker, uh, Justin Tucker, Will Lutz. So uh, some great, great kickers being taken off the board. So right here, I can only actually take a kicker. I only have space for a kicker. So let's see. The kickers available. So Kami Fairbairn, Jake Elliott, Dan Bailey, Mason Crosby. I'm not going to be doing such in-depth analysis on the uh, on the kickers. Uh, so let's just let's just take uh, let's take the mo the the one they say the uh, the the one they say to take Kami Fairbairn. Uh, let's draft him as our last pick in the draft. Or the last pick in the draft. Uh, so, yeah, now let's review, um, let us review our team. So, at a quarterback, we have Daniel Jones, running back, Austin Eckler. Um, our second running back is Nick Chubb. Our wide receiver, uh, our, our starting wide receivers are Robert Woods and A.J. Brown. 
Our tight end is Noah Fant. Flex, David Montgomery. Our defense is the Baltimore Ravens D. Kami Fairbairn is the kicker. And uh, our bench slot, our bench is uh, three wide receivers, three running backs, um, Debo Samuel, Jamison Crowder, Jordan Howard, CeeDee Lamb, Adrian Peterson, and Alan Lazard. So, um, actually, well, actually two wide receivers, two running backs, and four wide receivers. Oh, I made a little mistake there. But that's... That's fine. Um, and so actually, I didn't realize that two, well, actually, I don't know, but two of the players that I spoke about in my breakout episode a week ago are on the team, Daniel Jones and Austin Eckler. So I even listened to my own advice and hopefully that um, hopefully that pays off. So I think we have a very, very solid team here. There is a, a button here that I can press that tells me my projected standings in the league. So let's actually look at that and... Um, Oh, actually, no, I can't look at that. Never mind. But um, besides the point, I think that we drafted a really, really good team here. Um, I think we have a very, very good uh, quarterback in um, Daniel Jones. As I spoke about before in the last episode or two episodes ago, he's going to have a breakout season. Um, then I have Austin Eckler, who, I, again, I spoke about. Again, I have going to have a breakout season. Nick Chubb, a work a workhorse back that also is uh, valuable in a PPR because he can catch the ball. And then we have two uh, wide receivers here, A.J. Brown and Robert Woods. Again, very, very good in PPR, especially Robert Woods, um, as he is one of the uh, short kind of slant wide receivers, especially on that Rams team. A.J. Brown, um, again, uh, had a very good season last year. I think he's going to continue that, uh, continue uh, that path. Uh, then we have tight end Noah Fant. Uh, going to have a, a breakout season this year with Drew Locke in his sophomore season. Going to have more experience. And th at the end of this past year, Noah Fant was really um, coming into his own. He had some very, very strong fantasy finishes. And then in the flex, David Montgomery, who I think was the steal of our draft. We got him in I think the sixth round, or maybe it was the fifth round, but getting a starting running back that is available at our flex spot um, with the, as much volume as David Montgomery will be having this coming season is going to really uh, benefit our team. And then we have arguably the best defense in the league with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, a very strong kicker. Nothing, I don't really want to talk about the kicker. Kimi Fairbairn, he's, he's good, yeah, okay, like, Nothing, nothing so special. Uh, Debo Samuel, who I know broke his leg, but they say he's going to be ready, and he is a very uh, strong wide receiver. That um, I think he uh, a very, excuse me, very valuable in PPR along with Jameson Crowder. They are reception monsters. Then Jordan Howard, another steal in the draft. I didn't realize that he is again just similar to David Montgomery, the leading back who will be getting around 250 carries this season. And I got him very, very late, I think round nine. And to get a player with that much volume in such a late round gives the team so much uh, fantasy. It's going to give us so much success and um, uh, so much value for our team. Then we have our last three players here. Nothing so special. Adrian Peterson. Uh, he was, um, it was at the point where the players were not so good. It was filled with rookie wide receiver, rookie running backs that you really, really couldn't trust, especially we don't know what their type of volume and what type of, what type of carry number of carries they're going to get. So we took Adrian Peterson, who is a bona fide, uh, star, well, not star, but bona fide running back in the league who will be getting again, um, carries and he will get volume, but, um, he's 
Yeah, and then we took two wide receivers, C.D. Lamb, uh, the speedy wide receiver from um, in Dallas. I always like to take one rookie in the league, especially I think the C.D. Lamb, who is going to be one of the best rookies this coming year. I think he's going to have a great season with the um, with the Cowboys, and I think he's going to have a good season, similar to why I think Alan Lazard is going to have a good season because all of that attention um, will by the cornerbacks and safety is going to be taken by players like Amari Cooper and Devontae Adams. And that's going to be leaving a lot of opportunities for players like CeeDee Lamb and Alan Lazard. So overall, I think our team is very, very good. And so now that the draft is done, I think we're going to end the episode here. So this has been the fifth episode of the Gelman Report. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to tune in for episode six later this week. Thank you for listening and goodbye.